0: Hi, I'm Liz. And I'm Rhea. Welcome to Karma's My Bitch, a podcast about love, sex, connection, abundance, joy, purpose, peace,
1: and how life isn't simply the stories we tell ourselves. I struggle with happiness as a concept, if I'm very honest. Do you? Yeah, because I associate it with transient moments rather than constant feeling. So like, you know, for me, it's always like kind of happiness is fleeting Mm -hmm. because it's like a moment of happiness. And I think because of that... Or a second. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And so that's why I always think, you know, like a lot of what we've been talking about over these podcasts have been kind of mine and I think quite a few people's experiences and perceptions of the highs and the lows. Yeah. You know, and so for me, a moment of happiness translates to... A moment of happiness followed by a moment of unhappiness. Yes. So right. it's always quite fleeting.
0: Mm-hmm,
1: very much. Um, I right. mean, I was
0: the same. Sometimes you would use the word happy in season one, like this doesn't make me happy or certain things. And I'd be like, wait, 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 let's not use the word that people should have the is of happy. Right? Mm. Like I, I've always had this like weird association with happiness as being so transient that that should never be the goal. Yeah, exactly. Or ideally would not be people's goal that yeah. to me, a, like a more workable or ideal baseline would be contentment. Like mm. I'm good, right? Yeah. So when happiness was presented this season, I thought, what the fuck? This is where we're going now? Um, Okay. But the moment I wrapped my head around how they defined happiness and how happiness is the essential precursor to peace, and there is... A kind of baseline of happiness which we call bliss I was finally able to get my head around it
1: yeah I mean look it makes more sense in the sense that like what you term contentment I think about you know when you're just like kind of lying on a hammock on a beach you're like I'm just right now quite happy yeah like if I think about it like that it's more kind of just like a constant state of few I can't really think of a different word for that then I can kind of more get on board and kind of imagine it a little bit more. Instead of having kind of huge highs and huge lows, Mm -hmm. it's kind of more spread. So it's Mm -hmm. like an even spread. So if you're like spreading butter on a piece of toast, it's not lumpy. It's like Mm. evenly spread. So Uh it's the same amount of happiness, but it's just spread differently. Oh, that's interesting. If you're having like the big bouts of like ups and downs you're less likely to be able to have the happy bliss feeling. You know, you can have the happy bliss feeling and those bouts will be joy and love more than happiness.
0: Oh, interesting. Huh.
1: Does that That make sense?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, one thing I've learned throughout these episodes as we've explored peace and happiness and stuff like that, I realized that that sort of contentment baseline that I thought was enough, once you've gotten to happiness and bliss contentment as a baseline is like eh.
1: yeah well that's exactly what i was talking about in the last episode yeah like you know when we're talking about seasons one and two and it's all about can we get to okay can we yes. get to fine can we get to <laughs> you don't wake up in the morning in dread right and you don't live your life feeling like it's about to crumble underneath you mm-hmm. but then once you've transcended enough of your fears that becomes the baseline okay fine isn't enough anymore. Yeah. And it's like, wait, as humans, as, as, as if you talk about growth and evolution, actually, oh, interesting.
0: Because
1: hmm. if you talk about growth and evolution, it's like, okay, so we've done this. What's the next great thing we can do? I've, <laughs> I've managed permanent okay. Can I manage permanent bliss? <laughs> do you see what I yeah, mean? Yeah,
0: you can't. Bliss is infinite happiness.
1: Yeah. But yeah. that's what I mean. Yeah. So like, so yeah. like at the beginning well, when, when you're, what's when you're beyond strong... that <laughs> yeah exactly what's next but like so it's a bit like I'm going to give you oh, a and very you know weird... what yeah.
0: there is something beyond that there oh, is, is something it?
1: beyond bliss uh, we'll get to know at the end and that is also growth and evolution it doesn't have to be pain and lessons mm, and nope. you know it's just we can get more and more happy more and more blissful More and more joyful, more and more (laughs) loving. There can, you know what I mean. So, if we've done this work and you manage to reach halfway through season four, so that's what seventy episodes. Oh my goodness! Seriously, this is episode (gasps) seventy-one. Oh, that's a trip. Yeah. So, if you get to episode seventy-one, you 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 know, okay should probably be a baseline now. Okay is probably a baseline, or maybe even fine, or maybe even fine. You know, so, I mean, how, how amazing. So, but really what you want is like, and I wrote this yesterday, I don't want fine or okay as a baseline anymore because I've experienced amazing. Yes. And consistent amazing over yes. a, a day, a week, a month, mm-hmm. I've had that feeling. So, yeah. so that becomes the new baseline. Do you see what I mean? So it just right. keeps growing and growing, but you can't get those baselines when you're kind of okay and then excellent and then shit and then okay and then excellent and then shit. It has to be more consistent. Mm-hmm. But once that, once you're in that consistent place and that becomes a new normal, then you can reach for the next new normal. Yes. Yeah. You can open yourself up to that growth and that opportunity. Yeah. yeah. And what I the other thing I noticed is that in order to get to that normal,
0: mm-hmm. certain
1: amount of fears have to be divest it
0: oh completely or you don't or you or you or you keep looping exactly and those loops are not
1: necessarily positive loops no Mm -hmm. and i've and i've definitely experienced that of late when i kind of did my own little like freak out moments right and it's
0: and yeah so loops can be opportunities to get us to the next step but once you've gone beyond okay and fine you don't loop
1: interesting
0: when you've reached beyond fine the baseline beyond fine is good Okay. Then it's more than enough that you wouldn't necessarily have to learn by looping. Fine, good, find good, find good.
1: And then it becomes good bliss, good bliss, good bliss. Yeah,
0: I think exactly. Okay, fine. Until then you and then, get there.
1: Exactly. That makes yes. sense. So I'll be fine, good, fine, good, fine, good. And then the more I defest myself of my fears... Then I get to good all the time. Yes. And then I go bliss, good, bliss, good, bliss, good. Yes. <laughs> and, then, yeah. and then as humans, when you once you get used to something, you forget what it's like to even be fine or okay anymore.
0: You really do. You just, you're just wondering what the fuck is going on with everyone else. How exciting. And in the next couple of episodes, we're really going to talk about what it takes to get there.
1: To good or to bliss? To good. Okay.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's good. And then, you know, it's really more good, happy,
1: good, happy, good, happy.
0: And then then when you can maintain happy, happy,
1: yeah, happy, bliss, happy, bliss. Okay. So we've got, okay, fine, good, happy, bliss, and something after bliss.
0: Yes, but we wouldn't necessarily get those in this lifetime. So Okay, fine. Yeah. And remember, and all of that is effectively peace. Okay. Yeah. Right? And so it's just, it's all a matter of vibration, if you will. So what cuts through that vibration, right? What lowers our vibration is always fear. So when we experience fear, which is not the same, and I know I say this, I've said this a few times because I always want to remind people, your small doubts, your worries, the little insecurities about what tomorrow will look like because you have no idea, that is not the same as true fear. The, I don't know how I'm going to pay my bills, keep a roof over my head, feed my family, like those kind of pit-in-your-stomach moments of despair and fear.
1: When we discuss fighting a fear, transcending a fear, it's seeing that the fear, walking through it, and seeing that it was merely a construct. Mm -hmm. Right? That's effective what it is. Or once it becomes real, seeing that we have survived it. Yeah. Now, that is a way to transcend our fears. Fear is such a construct of 3D.
0: Right? It's all it is. So if you have entered 5d your experience is not one of fear anymore but it could be that you enter into a space of worry because of the uncertainty and that might seem like fear but it is not
1: and how does one transcend worry
0: you allow this hasn't killed me yet i'm just gonna keep going i
1: mean and that's pretty it, much
0: my that's pretty much my answer to this
1: yeah and, <laughs> and, does, it, and does it just dissipate yeah. So it's not about fighting fears anymore. It's a, no, it's, it's, it's not. Allowing, it's, it's just allowing the worries to pass through. Exactly. Are they mm-hmm. regular? Is it often?
0: I don't find that that's the case. I find that sometimes it's just a trigger or something happens to someone close to us. That sort of wakes us up to the complacency we might have been in, you know? Okay. But when you are in 5D, everything is about flow. So you get to a point where you just can roll with it. When your baseline becomes happy, right? Or happy to bliss, even trust doesn't factor into it anymore.
1: By that point, and this is a thing we kind of spoke about a little bit at the end of season three, and when you were talking about detachment, Yeah. and I said to you, Ooh. well, it's easy to be detached when everything's working out. <laughs> Right. And, and you were like, and you said, well, that's what happens, you know, when you've, when you've transcended your karma, things happen to you, but they don't break you the way they used to because Mm karma is what breaks you. So yes, more often than not, things work out. (laughs) So I can imagine that once you get into happiness and bliss and that's more of a constant state of being, that things work out more and more all the time. In some ways, it might feel like that you don't need to trust because there's never that moment of, Oh God. Oh, okay. I'll trust this will be okay because it's kind of just working out anyway.
0: Yeah, it's 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 always okay, and I think it's really good that you brought up that um, the detachment bit Mm. because there is it is important to have a massive level of
1: detachment when you get
0: to happiness and bliss.
1: Well, I guess you it would come naturally; otherwise, you wouldn't be able to. Right. But I wouldn't say detachment is the goal; it's the byproduct of everything else. Completely, completely,
0: and that's why we would never teach that you have to detach in order to achieve X. Because people hear that and they think, well, then fine, I'm just going to let go of this, 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 Mm. and then I will be happy. As we know, it never works.
1: No, it never does. Whereas if you've done enough work and you've overcome enough of your karmic shit and you're Mm. in a place where things tend to work out in your favor, even though you might not know what your favor is until they've worked out. Yes. <laughs> you are able to have a level of detachment because trust becomes a baseline. Trust becomes just another thing because of course you trust.
0: Yeah,
1: exactly. Because it works. And, exactly. and that's where time comes in because you live in it with enough time. You do almost forget what okay and fine felt like. Mm-hmm. You almost forget what it was like to be swimming in your shit. <laughs> and so and drowning in your shit and drowning in it and you know sometimes I go back and I listen to episode one or I read like like the beginning chapters of the book and I'm like whoa I was really fucking miserable Mm -hmm. and I guess that's what 5d is what true oneness is it's just everything nothing is permanent apart from my state of bliss exactly
0: nothing is permanent and that is why my state from my bliss well yeah but that's Mm. but even that's not really permanent
1: because then there's a new one to come after. There's that. a
0: new one to come. There's just living. There is flowing. Yeah. So our sense of permanence is sort of a static thing. I cannot be more than. Yeah. And if and we seek permanence because we don't want less than. Yeah. So permanence is always that security blanket. If totally. I know I'm here
1: and I can never be anything but here, then I'm good. Because I can't go backwards. Exactly. I think going but, backwards is a huge fear for many of us, or at least a worry for many of us. Very
0: <laughs> Way to throw that word back in my face, Raya. Thank you. <laughs> but right. no, it's fair. It's fair. But if you are in a permanent state, then that also means that there's no evolving.
1: So you can't get better.
0: Mm-mm. And that's not what we're here for. Mm. We're not static creatures, you know? We are but, dynamic creatures.
1: But does our state of being fluctuate or is it just what happens to us changes?
0: No, our state of being doesn't fluctuate. How <laughs> does one
1: grow then? Because I associate growth with shit happening to you and you fighting a fear or you overcoming a hardship or you, like, you know, I always think of my growth as a slingshot. Like I go back and it hurts, it hurts, it hurts and then kind of get propelled forward. Mm-hmm. You know, so how do you then grow if you're not growing through pain because obviously you can't be happy and unhappy
0: no it's true you could be happy and a little unhappy if you will like you know something You can be unhappy
1: and uncomfortable or you can be unhappy and shocked or but do you, do you see what I mean I, I can't yeah. like how does one grow through how do you keep growing and evolving when it's not through pain and it's not through the way we've the, how we've always learned to grow and evolve
0: Well, first of all, it means expanding our vocabulary around our emotions. Mm. Because really, it's like, if we're not happy, then we must be sad.
1: But I think that's the thing about kind of like oneness and allowing and all that kind of stuff is that for me initially, I thought like, wait, is this just like complacency? Like, do I just sit around and do nothing like and just allow everything? What I realized was is that actually allowing is not being complacent. Mm -hmm. It's about making a choice and trusting That things will move and shift in a way so that your choice works. When you learn to be in that allowing space, it's
0: also that your choice really doesn't matter because it's just going to play out anyway.
1: Interesting. Mm -hmm. But then how does that work? I know, right?
0: Because isn't that consistency?
1: You would think. It just doesn't matter. You would think.
0: But so when you're in your flow, you're living your purpose. When you are tapped into and living your purpose, you cannot possibly be complacent.
1: No, because you're working.
0: You're working, you're living, you're thriving. You are so divinely connected that you understand that you have something to do in this lifetime. This is not the lifetime to be complacent. There will be lifetimes in which purpose really won't matter. In the future? In the future. We are always creating. We're meant to be creating. We're meant to be fucking. We're meant to be loving. We're meant to be always doing, but not in the sort of I'm enslaved to my job kind of doing. I just need to have a reason to wake up in the morning kind of doing. But as beings, as souls, we're always meant to be growing and evolving. And you don't do that just by being complacent and sitting on your ass.
1: No, you'd also just get fed up very quickly because if you're happy, you want to be doing stuff. Yeah. No one's happy sitting at home forever watching TV under a blanket.
0: Not at all. We want to be experiencing things.
1: Yeah. So it's not really about being complacent. No. But it's also not about like kind of feeding the chaos either. It's just about just allowing whatever happens.
0: And we don't even necessarily have to intend to raise that baseline, right? Like, oh, okay, I think I'm at fine. Let me get to good that comes naturally the more we discover our purpose because complacency is the result of fear complacency comes from the story that fear tells us we are not powerful
1: but you can't be complacent and then be happy then i assume no because you to be happy you have to be in your power
0: exactly and you cannot really be happy if you're not living your purpose